Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about renal cell carcinoma. And you can find written notes as always on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash renal cell carcinoma or in the urology section of the Zero to Finals surgery book. So let's get straight into it. Renal cell carcinoma, which can be shortened to RCC, is the most common type of kidney tumour. It's a type of adenocarcinoma that arises from the renal tubules. The classic triad of presenting features is hematuria, or blood in the urine, flank pain, and a palpable mass in the kidney area. Let's talk about the types of renal cell carcinoma. There are several subtypes of renal cell adenocarcinoma, and the three most common are clear cell, around 80%, papillary, around 15%, and chromophobe, around 5%. A Wilms tumour is a specific type of tumour that affects the kidney in children, typically under 5 years, and this is worth being aware of. Next, let's talk about the risk factors, and these are smoking, obesity, hypertension, end-stage renal failure, von Hippel-Lindau disease, and tuberous sclerosis. Next, let's talk about the presentation. Renal cell carcinoma may be asymptomatic, with no symptoms at all. It may also present with hematuria, or blood in the urine, vague loin pain, non-specific symptoms of cancer, for example, weight loss, fatigue, anorexia and night sweats, and a palpable renal mass on examination. The NICE guidelines on recognising cancer, which was last updated in January 2021, advise a two-week wait referral for those patients who are aged over 45 with unexplained visible hematuria, either without a UTI or persisting after treatment for a UTI. Next, let's talk about the spread. Renal cell carcinoma tends to spread to the tissues around the kidney, within garota's fascia. It often spreads to the renal vein, then to the inferior vena cava. Cannonball metastases in the lungs are a classic feature of metastatic renal cell carcinoma. These appear as clearly defined circular opacities which are scattered throughout the lung fields on a chest x-ray. A Tom tip for you, it's worth remembering cannonball metastases as originating from a renal cell carcinoma. It's worth looking at some images of cannonball metastases. These are a favourite in exams and an easy question to get right if you know the answer. Cannonball metastases can also appear with choriocarcinoma, which is cancer of the placenta, and less commonly with prostate, bladder and endometrial cancer. But the main one to remember is renal cell carcinoma. Next let's talk about the paraneoplastic features. Renal cell carcinoma is associated with several paraneoplastic syndromes. Polycythemia, which is an abnormally raised red blood cell count, which is due to the unregulated secretion of erythropoietin, which is a hormone responsible for the production of red blood cells. Hypercalcemia, which is a raised calcium level, which is due to the secretion of a hormone that mimics the action of parathyroid hormone. Hypertension, which is due to various factors including increased renin secretion, polycythemia and physical compression. And Stauffer's syndrome, 
which is abnormal liver function tests with a raised ALT, AST, ALP and bilirubin without liver metastases. Hypercalcemia can also be caused by bony metastases where you have tumours in the bone that are causing calcium to be excreted into the blood. Let's talk about staging. A CT, thorax, abdomen and pelvis can be used to stage the cancer. The TNM staging system is the most common staging system for renal cell carcinoma which rates the T for tumour, N for lymph nodes and M for metastases stages. There's also a number staging system which is specific to renal cell carcinoma. Stage 1 is less than 7cm and confined to the kidney. Stage 2 is bigger than 7cm but confined to the kidney. Stage 3 involves local spread to nearby tissues or veins but not beyond garotus fascia. And stage 4 is spread beyond garotus fascia including metastases. Next let's talk about management. Management of any cancer is guided by the multidisciplinary team or MDT meeting to decide the best course of action for the individual patient. Surgery to remove the tumour is first line where it's possible. This may involve a partial nephrectomy or removing part of the kidney or a radical nephrectomy where the entire kidney is removed plus the surrounding tissue, lymph nodes and possibly the adrenal gland. Where patients are not suitable for surgery, less invasive procedures can be used to treat the cancer, such as arterial embolization, which involves cutting off the blood supply to the affected kidney, percutaneous cryotherapy, where liquid nitrogen is injected to freeze and kill the tumour cells, and radiofrequency ablation, which involves putting a needle into the tumour and using an electrical current to kill the tumour cells. Chemotherapy and radiotherapy may also be used. So thanks for listening to this episode on renal cell carcinoma. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about renal transplant.